Just before we get started, do you have a business or maybe a staff event coming up, either virtually or in person? Well, why not drop the organiser a line and suggest me as one of the speakers? Go to pennyhaslam.co.uk to find out more. Hi, welcome back. This time on the Penny Haslam podcast, Uh. rumour has it Boris Johnson has a bit of a habit of, should we say, putting some stuff together last minute. If you saw the clip, you might have felt that you were in someone else's anxiety dream. It was painful. So with with safer streets, uh, with great local schools, uh, with fantastic uh, broadband, Uh, I'm sure the live audience at the CBI would have been squirming in their seats. Forgive me. Forgive me. So I've got some ideas for you about how to avoid this level of anxiety dream content, which is huge. So avoidable as well with my three handy tips. Would you like to hear them? Yes, of course you would. Right. So first of all, let's get back to that paper. So when you've got your whole speech written down on paper, and let's assume he had that, um, or at the very least had written down some notes on bits of paper, the minute you introduce multiple pieces of paper to what you're doing on stage, you're setting yourself up for a fail, really, or you're going to jeopardize the smooth running of your talk because you might well find you've got a missing sheet. You might well find you've reordered them or ordered them incorrectly. So avoid the pieces of paper. How do you do that? How are you going to remember your talk? How are you going to remember your content? Well, I've got a presentation planner, which is easily downloadable, findable. One piece of paper that has the power to contain all of your talk in one glance. You know, I've used it. I used it for my TEDx talk years ago. It was my comfort blanket. I pretty much use the presentation planner every time I get to a new audience. I might be saying similar sort of stuff to what I do most of the time, but I'll know that I'll need to shape it for an audience and say a few things that are different each time for sure. Um, it's, It's bullet point stuff, really. It's not full sentences. And the problem when you have full sentences written down, as marvelous as they may well be, the tendency is to read them. That You can't get away from that. You, your eye begins at the beginning of the sentence and ooh, before you know it, you're at the end of the sentence. And what you're doing in that space is you're not really thinking about what you're saying. You're reading what you're saying. So the brain is doing a different thing. But when you see a bullet point, it's like a shove in the back to go, go on, talk about this bit. You know your stuff. Now, ideally, you know your stuff, right? Okay, so Boris Johnson should know his stuff. He just needs a piece of paper with some bullets on and a discipline to stay on track, right? The second thing to get yourself out of this panic, anxiety moment when you're the focus of everyone's attention and it's all going horribly wrong is to mention that it's all going horribly wrong for you. I think what Boris Johnson did was to just look down at his pieces of paper and continue to shuffle them. He didn't once look up and engage with the audience. So that would be my recommendation is to you know, admit there's been a bit of a problem. 
I don't think he's that kind of guy. Apparently, when he was asked how it went after this awful presentation, he said it went really well. <laughs> so maybe he's not a self-deprecating kind of a character. So, But most people are, and most people understand that the minute they look at the audience in the eye and go, oh, sorry about this, hang on, I'm having a bit of a technical problem, or, oh my gosh, I seem to have mislaid number th- number four in the page ordering bear with me, I'll get back to you, while you sort yourself out. They're relieved that you know there's a problem. You're relieved that they're relieved. You know, there's a whole load of dynamic going on there. Um, But yeah, if you pretend this isn't happening, you're just going to make everyone feel uncomfortable, not least yourself. So shuffling and mumbling isn't going to work. Communicate, 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 and you'll get your brain back on track. I promise you, you won't start talking about Peppa Pig land, because that's what your brain has gone to, to fill the time that you're clearly meant to be speaking for. Oh, it's a wasted opportunity. And finally, point three, this is a big one. And it's really about learning the art of anticipating what your audience needs to hear, not what you want to tell them. And the minute you're able to shift into that mindset of thinking, well, what does the audience need from me? You know, what does it need? What's What are its worries? What are its um, list of uh, things that are keeping them up at night? And how can I address those problems and maybe offer some solutions? I might not have all the solutions, but I might have a bit of a steer. So otherwise you end up thinking, well, what do I want to talk about? And it's quite indulgent and quite often misses the mark with an audience. So it kind of goes back to the first point really about knowing that you know your stuff really well and preparing some thoughts well in advance rather than throwing some stuff together last minute, which is what I think Boris Johnson does quite a lot of the time. Seriously, I've heard that. I've heard it from Jeremy Vine. So um, he must be right. Anyway, I hope that's helped you sleep better the night before a presentation. Thanks for listening. My third book is coming out in 2024. It's all about confidence at work and in life. And as you'd expect from me, there are lots of stories and ideas to help you build confidence, whether it's for yourself or for others. It might be colleagues, teammates, friends and family. Head to pennyhaslam.co.uk slash confidence dash book.